Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneur's podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. Hello. Hello. We're back, you guys. We're back. I We're know back you and us. better than ever. Always. I literally, sorry, I, I, before you hit record, I was going to say, have you seen that episode of It's Always Sunny where it says Frank pooped the bed or who pooped the bed? <laughs> that was what I was going to say literally right before you hit record. Okay. doesn't matter because we're not going to talk about it anymore, but like oh. that's what I was going to mention. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are curious. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know what we're talking about. <laughs> so anyways, Lenny, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to see your beautiful face. Oh, it's always so good to yeah. see you. You, you were, so beautiful. I feel like it's been a while. But it hasn't it been. It feels like a while. But when we're separated. Hasn't. I feel like every day I spend away from you is like a day I spend away from the other half of me. Oh my God. Can you that's that tattooed on our, my like lower that's back. That's going to be in our wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> that and like your, your beautiful shade. You're literally like a walking Speaking lavender. Speaking of plant. tattoos, I wanted, oh, mm-hmm. thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Rachel, so if you guys are following along on our, our Instagram stories. If you're not, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Please Seriously. do. We're probably at our most entertaining. Basically, <laughs> we just post our Enneagram stuff and then like stupid uh-huh. pictures of our faces. But The best stupid I, pictures I, of our faces. So I have my, my personal uh, Instagram, which is bohemia.dc. Follow mm-hmm. me there too. I'm fun, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had um, like a heartfelt Instagram story. And like for whatever reason, like every freeze frame is my face just being really stupid <laughs> and rachel just comments back and, and like whenever you comment on instagram story like it just starts with that freeze frame and yeah. so rachel's like you are a wildflower you are wild a beautiful flower. lavender You're beautiful a lilac sunflower. and my face is yeah. just like me mid talking my mm-hmm. eyes are like half closed mm-hmm. and like they look really horrible and so i posted on that but that's i'm great at catching the candid moments like yeah. literally krista when we were out there the night was like oh god what did you tag me in and i was like what and she was like no 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 i have to be careful with you because <laughs> of course in portugal i tagged her with her like boobs hanging out everywhere oh. yeah she, oh she attacked me she literally attacked me in the with hotel her boobs. room <laughs> Well, I mean, basically, basically they're already to put them away. There. No, I took a video of her. She was like in her pajamas coming out of the bathroom because I was very, I had a, we had a pitcher a of wine of, and a lot, lot of, of beer. It was a lot. And so she's coming out of the bathroom. And I took a video and she was like, don't you dare put that on Instagram. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she fucking like tackled me. No lie. Ask her about this. She like tackled me she, and deleted it. Hey, Krista, Instagram. when you want to put on your, your big girl pants and come on to our yes. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. She's avoiding us, I she think. She is. I think so, too. She thinks that I'm going to take more unflattering Instagram stories of her, <laughs> which I absolutely will. You know one is safe. So I don't even remember what we were talking about and why we Just got on Instagram stories. how are you stories. doing? First of all, you look glowing. Thank you. Linny, for everybody that um, can't see her, which is literally all of you listening <laughs> right now. If you can, tell me how. <laughs> please come on the podcast and tell me what my future is also um beautiful like dusty lavender hair beautiful like rich lavender maxi dress which is gorgeous where did you get that from oh lulu's it's perfect on you she's literally just glowing and i'm gonna be changing into my like yellow goldenrod dress soon and my hair is already kind of brassy we're going to an industry event tonight together we look like um we look like the game portal. We yeah. literally are going to look like the game portal. So I'm not going to make the joke about getting into our portals, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just did, but yeah. Well, <laughs> but um, but um, um. So what's been new with you, though? Um, well, I missed you. We talked about that. I missed um, you. Always. Working on some fun stuff. 
I mean, with my clients and kind of growing my business a little bit, maybe outside Always. of where I expected it to grow, which is Love exciting. Um, I do offer mentoring sessions, but like, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. Um, things have been slower because of baby fin, but things are picking back up with What's that, which is exciting. Is I do mentoring sessions too, but yeah. I think people are very turned off with how angry I am all the time, <laughs> how much I curse. And like, are I'm you like get a boot camp mentor? I'm, I'm literally like, do you remember on, uh, was it Maury when people would go off to like boot camp when they're like or Jerry crazy? Springer? Maybe, Maybe it was, it was Maury. I don't know. It was one of them. It was, Ricky like, Lake. Maury was more like paternity tests, and then Jerry was more. Which is? Like, do you remember that he started out as like a normal Maury Povich? M- yeah. Do you remember that though? Like when he started out as like a yeah, but then Jerry a, a was show. like Jerry, Jerry, and then Maury. Jerry. I don't care. I'm in... with three gangs. I don't. You know, right. like, like that kind of stuff. And right. so they were like, "Well, we got to step our game up." Right. But like, do, can you imagine what he felt like? What do you think he was like okay with having to like dumb down the show like that? Or do you I think, think that he guided the whole thing yeah maybe. we should have maybe him on maury povich if Listen, you want to come on to our well, show well you know that i that i got caught by montel montel williams i like montel i had a wedding in dc at the ritz one time and he was there and and what do you mean I, he caught you okay so okay, keep going I was, I was like, oh, it's fucking Montel Williams. And I was like, well, I'm going to take a quick Instagram video. <gasps> and I went, and I like zoomed in on his face just as he turned and glared at me. Like, you know, when the movies were like, if you've seen like Stranger Things or stuff, like when mm-hmm. the bad guys like got Finally, that really like, brooding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. And looked at me and I was like, oh shit, Montel Williams hates me. So. Probably. He's probably like. Yeah. Who was that beautiful woman that was trying no, to creep on me? Nope, nope, nope. He was like, this bitch over here <laughs> with her fucking phone out. And I was like, oopsies, sorry. Um, so he hates me. So we can't have him on. But Maury, sorry. I haven't pissed sorry, off. Sorry, We can have Maury. This is actually really exciting to talk about, like, old school trash TV. Oh, my God. Old, well, because did, did you see my story the other day? I literally found, like, my Ace of Base yeah. CD in my Amazing. Collection. Dan Lynn. You hear that? Ace of Base. He literally was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, dude, we just <laughs> talked about this. And here it is. The universe brought it out because I was cleaning out my basement and i found all this old shit and of course it just ended up me like listening to old playlists oh my and gosh stuff. and i was like oh. yeah i think i found like an old garbage cd and i was like oh, oh yes take me back to my angst are you only self. happy when it rains Linny? sometimes um i also all had, the time let's uh, be honest the original buffy the vampire slayer um soundtrack the soundtrack that i literally um i had to. like a batman soundtrack and it was like <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not even kidding like batman whatever way back when uh-huh. when like batman beyond yeah. Like Michael Keaton. Yes, Batman? Michael Keaton. But like when Beautiful. Kissed the Seal, like Kissed by a Rose. Yes! Oh my God. <laughs> that needs to be our new, so our new podcast. Good. Song. That's the best. Oh my God. What's Seal well, doing that now? Because well, he's him not married Heidi to Heidi Klum. Klum. Yeah, they're, they're separate. I She's loved. Doing... So like her whole like. Halloween. Well, Halloween, but also how passionate she was about, like, vow renewals, like, how they do them every year. I got, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, they did them every year, and they were beautiful. Listen, I don't know anything about weddings, so and you so, have to talk to me about it. You don't know anything about weddings? Well, no. when I... That's why I'm here. I've already me. had one vow renewal to my husband at five years. So, Aww. yeah. So, like, I'm like, if I can do it every five years or every ten years, like, mm-hmm. it won't be that excessive, but, like those that's goals to have money to be able to celebrate your marriage every year interesting i never knew that was a thing no i think bell renewals are so special special. i think it's also like i would want to like start from scratch and be like we're doing all like do different because you know a lot of people get they get married the first time and they're not like that's what we did it's not their dream it's someone it's like their family's dream and Mm -hmm. they're like you know what we're gonna do it our way this time I respect that. And every time you get to do it, especially as a wedding planner, plan your own value. <laughs> it's super fun. You got to, yeah. Oh, so what are we What are we talking about today, Rachel? Today, what are we going to talk about today? There's um, so many things to talk about. Lots of things. I think that, that today, the really important 
um, topic that actually we, we kind of fell on this naturally, but I think it's mm-hmm. a really, really important thing is networking to build your business and brand. Yes. Um, I think so that's, good. that's like something that is very near and dear to me just because networking is sort of like, I, I love networking and mm-hmm. I think it, I love it because it's very authentic for me and I hope, yeah, like that. Rachel Rice, the network ninja. The network ninja. She's really good at it. I love that. And she's stealthing. You don't even know she's doing it when she's doing it. I'm just, I'm always networking. You networking are. my sleep. No, you I do. don't. She no, does. I, you know what? I think, I, I also think that networking is kind of a dirty word sometimes because people are like, there's a lot of that fake, inauthentic, I just want to get to you, so I'm going to network with you, mm-hmm. like the constant bullshit. And I think that that's, we'll kind of demystify that a little bit too yes, today that. so we can kind of dive into it. Um, so yeah, networking to build your business and brand. Um, I think that the first thing is like, what is networking? Let's kind of define that, right? So networking, obviously, at least for me, is um, building your circle of influence mm-hmm. um, for business purposes and basically to kind of enhance who who is within that circle of influence, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have a different de- definition. No, I, I mean, yeah. I, I should have think... Googled it to give it a more authentic. It, Rachel. Sorry. No, yeah. I think for me, it's just um, kind of, and we'll talk about this later, but, you know, building my tribe. And I know, I know some of you out there are like, don't use that word. Listen. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. She, if that's what you're it. saying, shut up. She said it. Um, but no, like building my network of people that mm-hmm. I'm, not only also I get very, very close to these people typically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my wedding network is kind of like my family. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, so it's like my creative partners and people that I maybe I don't necessarily plan on working with, but people that I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of so it yeah, for me. So let's, yeah, let's kind of kick it off. And I think yeah. that like the phrase that we kind of landed on that I think is 100% accurate is, you know, why teamwork makes a dream work. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally say that probably all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll literally be like, can you hand me that napkin? And someone will hand me a napkin and a straw. And I'm like, yes, that's why teamwork makes a dream work. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even have to say that. Right. I just know what I'm thinking. Like little sort of nuances like that I think are really important. But um, mm-hmm. I think that the... The, the first kind of thing about teamwork um, and about building your 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 group is finding mentors that are kind of on your level mm-hmm. and that are specific for what you're looking for. Yeah, I think that's really important because I th- – so I think the idea of networking is really daunting, especially to maybe people like, like me who are – are very introverted. Um, not that you would know um, by listening. But I know. I, I know that you, I know a lot of people that are introverted that I'm like, wait, are you? Well, you know, like Brene Brown is super introverted and like she does like key speeches, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But so, you know, it, it's hard to kind of approach people um, for a lot of us or maybe you're newer and you don't really know where to start. So I think it's important to take a step back and figure out why it is you want to meet with these people. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. such a big thing Absolutely. to learn because it took me a long time before I was like, well, the more the merrier, right? The more people I know, you know, the greater, you know, net I can cast, well, whatever. I, I think that when you first start, that's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. You want to meet anyone and everyone because right. you don't know what you don't. your niche is. Mm-hmm. You don't know who your what your brand is you don't know really anything so you really do need to just get your name out there but I think it's very important as you get you know you move forward in business number one to definitely continue networking but to continue networking in a way that is very specific to your brand and what you're looking to grow um and and who that who needs to be in there right because I think a lot of people are like and I'm sure you get you get these emails too all the time too where they're like I'd love to meet you for coffee I'd love Mm -hmm. to meet you for lunch I'd love to meet you for dinner and I appreciate that um, first of all, for me, anybody that was trying to network with me, um, you don't need to do any of that. Just literally 
tell me, send me a photo of your dog and ask if you, if I want to pet it. And mm-hmm. that's the best way to get me to, ne- to network with me. Just, Rachel, will you pet my dog? I'll, I'll, I will literally always pet your dog, Lenny. Oh, <laughs> you can't see the wings. I love that little wink. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, but no, but, but truly, I think that you need to figure out who it is that you want to work with and then why, like exactly what you said, yep. why. Um, when you are new in the industry, yes, you are going to kind of be casting a wider net mm-hmm. and that's okay. But as you get experience and as you're doing more weddings, you need to figure out who works the best for you and your business right. and your clientele mm-hmm. and be specific about that networking. Like right. you don't want to connect yourself to another brand that maybe doesn't fit well with right. yours. You want to be intentional. Exactly. And we'll talk about that. I mean, we'll beat that over your heads, like yeah. being intentional, but I think that's really important. I, and if I can just say like, I've had, you know, so many people be like, I love your work. Let's meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll follow me on Instagram. And then when I'm like, oh, hey, I'm really busy, like, but I can meet with you, you know, like, show me your work. Let's see if I think we're going to be a good fit for each other. Um, if, if so, we'll try to schedule something. But it's a few weeks out. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll let you know. And then they like, unfollow me on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. Oop. Oh, I'm sorry. Rachel's busy over it's here. It's Alex. Alex messaged us. He's asking um, about the shoes. Oh yeah, the shoes are amazing. We'll talk about thanks for thanks for tuning in, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Um, but yeah, so I think that really bothers me. So making sure that you're intentional with who you're reaching out to and why you're reaching out to them, mm-hmm. and not just being like, "Well, it's going to be really beneficial for me to reach out to this person." Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, so make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Well, yeah, and I think that also doing it for the right reasons, but also making sure that you are. I don't know how to put this without sounding really horrible but like making sure it's the right fit for you so you know if you've been say you're a wedding planner and you've been doing this for a couple years and you really want to like work with jose via who is like Mm -hmm. spectacular like pinnacle of wedding photography does really beautiful work works with all luxury clients and all famous people i get that i think a lot of people do but Reaching out to him is not where you are in business. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you're you're shooting for the stars, and I re- appreciate it and respect it. But like, you need to do other things to get to that level. And I, I think that a lot of times people are like, "Oh, I'm brand new. Let me reach out to this person." And I think it's I think it's fine to reach out, but, right? But be a little bit wiser and a little bit more targeted on who specifically you're working, right. you're reaching out to. Your circle of influence and who you network with should be about on par with where you are mm-hmm. if not a little bit above right i think that you should be reaching higher because you're, you're supposed to be growing right. but like you shouldn't be you know reaching out to people that don't even live in your home state and right. aren't even doing things and then right. also you shouldn't be reaching out to people that maybe are brand new because then you're kind of for lack of a better term kind of holding your business back a right. little bit by you're... saying hey we could be friends but like business-wise this isn't going to work out right you know and it's yeah and it's fine to connect with people on, on friendship level, but if you're looking to do it to build your business, mm-hmm. you have to be strategic. But I think it also comes back to being authentic. Exactly. You yeah. always have to be authentic. I will, I will tell you, I, it's, I, I can't think back on a time that I've networked with someone that I haven't been like, I have the intention of working with them. Right. Or if I like them as a person, right. I have, I will tell you, I have 
network with people that I just like as human beings. Sure. And that's, but that doesn't really count as networking. I've like hung out with those people. Right. I've like gotten a cocktail with those people. And maybe our businesses don't align, but like I just like them as people. Right. And that's fine. And, but, but you never know. Maybe something will shift in the future. Sure. And I have a client that might really want to work right. with them, whatever that is. But I, yeah, I think it's very, it's very important above all else to be very authentic about mm-hmm. who you are and who your brand is and who you want to reach out to and who you want to work with. Right. And I see it a lot too. And it's kind of disheartening because we see it a lot in our industry where people are maybe reaching out and hanging out with people that are, their businesses will never align with these people. And it's totally fine. Like if you're on a friend level, but like, don't, don't do it because you think you're going to get points for knowing this person or, or like they get published a lot and that's what you want. Like it's like, and to put it in like the most simplest of terms, it's like saying you really want to work with a photographer who's like dark and moody and has a really beautiful, like aesthetic that you love that you want your brand to be. But then you have a client that wants like bright and airy Mm -hmm. and whatever else. And the, but you're like, no, you should book this photographer. Right. That's not right because your client's not getting the best experience from right. you because you're being inauthentic mm-hmm. to your client. Maybe the the goal of working with this person is really authentic, but like that's not the best right. decision for you and your business and especially your client. Right. No, I totally agree with that. So finding your tribe, I think, is yeah. is 100%. I don't, I don't care if you guys don't like the term. I literally just stop listening. It's yeah. fine. But finding your tribe, <laughs> finding the people that um, that you can grow with and yes. that you can work with really well mm-hmm. and that share your same vision. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely share your same vision. S- share your same work ethic. Yes. That's also very important. If you, there are tons of people out there that look fabulous online and mm-hmm. you actually work with them and they're garbage. Oh my gosh. Rachel and I, before we, before we hit record, we had like a 30 minute conversation on inauthenticity, uh, you know, in the industry and people that can produce really pretty things, but, but do garbage work like yeah. when it comes down to it which mm-hmm. is horrible for us to say but honestly like when you're trying to grow it's important that people are going to be matching your your worth ethic like work ethic yeah we because your lips again because at the end of the day if you produce a beautiful wedding but your client is unhappy right it doesn't matter how pretty the wedding is right because your client just paid you all this money for your referrals and for your education and for your or for your uh experience mm-hmm. to then refer someone that doesn't actually work well for them right so at the end of the day find those right those right connections right. and making sure that you're implementing the appropriate connections right. is really important yeah and these are the type of people when we say like finding your 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 group like your your fan i don't want to be that cliche but your family like your you know your tribe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like these are the people that not only are they going to help you grow as a business owner but they're going to also help you grow your business like for your clients like they're going to better serve your clients exactly. and so like for me like i will have um typically our style is more vibrant mm-hmm. um well light and airy but lots of color Absolutely. Um, and occasionally I'll get a client that wants, a, you know, a more moody aesthetic, which is great. And I still have those photographers. I may not work with them as much, but like, guess what? Like they're still part of my, my of niche, like my little group. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's really important to like not limit yourself either. Absolutely. So I know we're kind of sending mixed signals. Like we don't want you to not go out and, and network with people outside of your typical circle, but like it's important to do it with in, like intent, like exactly. do it, you know, be intentional about it. Um, but those are the type of people that you want, you know, they'll help you grow and you're doing mm-hmm. it for the right reasons. Like you should not only, of course, their work is beautiful, but you like them as a, as a person or. You get along with them. You work well with you them. You work well it's with honestly them. It's honestly a lot of his compatibility. Yeah. It's. When I refer creative partners to my yeah. clients, it's definitely work. It's, mm-hmm. it's their work 
style? Does that fit? It's their budget. Are they within that price point? And are they going to be a compatible right. fit? And personalities, if, yeah. Per, yeah, personality wise, if you if you don't fit well or if your client doesn't fit well, again, you're going to have a bad client experience right. and that's what it all kind of comes down to. And so. there are plenty of people, and we'll talk, this is a big point later, you know, why it's okay to actually grow creative partners, like mm-hmm. as you grow, but um, I'm sure you've had the same experience, Rachel. You probably work with people because their work is beautiful, but they're like not super fun to work with. Mm-hmm. And it takes you a while to be like, okay, like, I'm done doing this. Yeah. Um, because your your core group of creative partners should be making your life easy and right. vice versa. Right. And they shouldn't be making it more difficult. Right. If you're making my job more difficult or if you're making me miserable to be around mm-hmm. you, I'm not going to work with right. you. And I think that happens a lot like in, in your tribe. Like I think people kind of hold on to these creative partners even they don't they don't love them 100% because yeah. like maybe they do really pretty work or like – Maybe they're more affordable or whatever it is. But in the end of the day, like you are going to be doing a disservice to your clients by continuing to work with them and refer to them if they don't align with your personal business. Exactly. I mean, let's just kind of expand on that now. I mean, I feel like there's also some times where you start in business and or whatever you you meet a a creative partner at one point in your business and you work really well together. But then the following year, their work changes or their work ethic changes or maybe they get too comfortable or they get too comfortable that's a big one so like it's okay to to say goodbye to creative partners that you once loved to work with Mm -hmm. if you're no longer on par with them and I think that that's I think a lot of people feel weird about that especially because this community is one kind of rooted in deep authentic relationships Mm -hmm. so it sucks when you have to kind of say goodbye to someone but again it's one of those things where if you hold on to that relationship your business is going to suffer because your clientele is not going to be happy with their services. And I think honestly, I think people, like you said, I think they get nervous to be at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're torn because Mm -hmm. like, okay, well I like this person. I still want to give them business. However, working with them maybe is more difficult or maybe they've stopped growing and Mm -hmm. my company is still growing and I have certain visions for things and they're just not really able to keep up. Yep. And I think that you, you have to kind of, stop and be aware of that too. Cause mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, we, we network based on proximity, right? Like yep. I'm going to of course know the people that live or work closest to me and mm-hmm. my network. But as you grow, you should be reaching farther and farther out, not a broad net. You should right. be specifically looking at people in other areas though, because they have a very particular niche that works well within your right. services. So, you know, don't be afraid to kind of let go of people that are holding mm-hmm. you back. And also I would say like when you feel like there's a partner that you're working with that like for some reason it's just not landing the right way that it used to be mm-hmm. stop and again we say this like take a step back is my phrase this should be our life. like our yeah our, let's our get that tattooed on our faces on our faces take above our eyebrows <laughs> it's gonna be like a warning we'll just shave up like, our eyebrows when dogs wear the vest they're like please stay back i bite right. it's gonna be take a step back but tattooed <laughs> on my forehead i love it take a step back away from me um that should be like yeah our, our like secondary slogan i love that after successes take a step back <laughs> back the book up um <laughs> but I, I think that like yeah when people are holding you back you have to kind of stop and think what are the reasons mm-hmm. or like not even you may, you may not be aware of that they're holding you back right but you may be you may be aware that there's something amiss mm-hmm. you may be aware that they are super negative when you work with them mm-hmm. or that they're missing things mm-hmm. or that they're not doing their best work or that they're disappointing work 
stop and say, oh, maybe this isn't just like a bad day anymore, especially if it's consistent. Oh my gosh. Maybe this is like this person's new normal and that's not okay for me and my clients. And I I personally have experienced every single thing you just said. So I think a lot of it also comes back from, and this can happen at every time. So it's not just, oh, hey, I'm new. Um, So here, we'll start, we'll start there. So say you're a new business owner and you have like your initial group of creative partners because that's that's really who you're going to be mm-hmm. working with. That's all you know. And mm-hmm. then you start to expand and realize, okay, well, like, all right, that's not really what I'm looking for anymore. Maybe, like, their style isn't, you know, growing with mine. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay to obviously, like, I think you kind of expect to outgrow people at that stage. But it's also okay to outgrow people really whenever. And I think people just hold on for, for the wrong reasons. Sure. So, like, recently, um, again, no names ever, but recently, maybe in the last year, I had been working with a, a really fantastic, like, style-wise florist, and she was very nice. And her price point was almost too low, mm-hmm. so she was attracting people that, like, didn't want to spend money on flowers, which right. to me is, like, a big pet peeve of mine because all of my, my designs are very floral-heavy. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. Um so don't come to me if you don't want flowers Take in your wedding. Take a step back. Take a step back. You can <laughs> go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Um, no, but and and you know she was getting frustrated because I was bringing her clients that um, this is you know a couple years ago, so my prices were different. That mm-hmm. maybe didn't want to spend as much on flowers. Mm-hmm. And so, but she would do it because we had this relationship, but like she would also get kind of upset about it and, sure. you know, it just wasn't a healthy relationship for us. And even though I like her she as would a like person. She resent you for bringing these clients right. and you should never, ever, ever, ever I almost resented resent her someone. Yeah. Because she, she would like be like, well, I'm not making enough money like for my bills. I was like, well, that's not really my problem. Yeah. Don't take the job then. Yeah. Like if, if you don't think this is a job for you, mm-hmm. like you're not hurting my feelings, just and say no like yeah. that's fine don't waste my time don't waste my client's time so and needless to say like we just like don't even which sucks because like if we had handled it differently if there you know, had been more transparency and openness yeah, yeah. and if mm-hmm. i had known that this was a big issue um you know i brought my clients to her because she didn't have a minimum really so yeah. like yeah. for my clients i only wanted a few things then i would bring mm-hmm. them to her and she there wasn't enough value for her which that's fair. Like you, sure. we, have, we all have bills to pay, but yeah, if you absolutely. were to say, Hey, like I really need, this is, this is my minimum. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I, you know, we both kind of outgrew each other at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And like, it doesn't hurt my feelings because. And it shouldn't, you know, but, it, it shouldn't. But, but they should have been more direct with yes. you. Like I, I always tell people blatantly, I love, and I of course welcome all the referrals that come my way. And I'm so appreciative of all the people mm-hmm. that do that since my business is mostly word of mouth. Mm-hmm. That's all word of mouth really. Which you guys, but, that's amazing. That's, that's your goal. If you're listening just, to this you know, to get yeah. most of your business through word of mouth. No, it is. And, yeah. and, and I, and I'm incredibly lucky. I mean, I've worked my ass off obviously for years to get mm-hmm. to this point, but you know, sometimes people send me clients and mm-hmm. they're just, the budget doesn't fit or the right. style doesn't fit or the personality doesn't fit, but I still appreciate them sending them to me. Yes. And I will still say, Hey, listen, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm going to take the time because this person thought of me mm-hmm. to refer this person. I'm going to take the time to say, I really appreciate everything you're doing. And I'm so sorry that we can't work together. We're not a good fit, but here are some people that are a good right. fit because mm-hmm. it's no skin off my back right. to do that. Like it's, it's no, it's not detrimental to me at all mm-hmm. for me to refer 
you to a different person, right. especially when you're not my cli- ideal right. client anyways. And I think that more and more people are like, oh, I feel obligated because they sent it to me. No, 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 no. Right. I don't want anyone to feel obligated to me. If I send you a client that's not a right fit, just let just me don't know. Do it. Right. Because then you're doing the client and me and our relationship a disservice. Right. So just be, you know. Right. So has she told me, and it's, it was, you know, it's unfortunate because. No, I need to know who it is. I, I will tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Just mouth it to me. Uh, do you guys nope. hear that? You I, guys hear I that? literally you, don't know. I know. Well, it's also a very strange name. So oh. Probably, Ooh. Yeah. Give me another clue. Um, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the letter. No. Um, yeah. So, no. But anyway, so it's kind of sad. So, like, we outgrew each other in not so great circumstances. But had she been more sure. transparent about, mm-hmm. you know, hey, like, the clients you're bringing to me, like, they're super cool people, but it's not enough for me. Yeah. Um, which... Again, if you're listening to this, like we're going to talk about how to price for your businesses sure. at some point. Um, but that's also not my problem. And so for yeah. me, that rubbed me the wrong way. Like I don't want to hear – if you say, hey, I just don't think we're a right fit. But to, to come back and be like, I can't – you know, I'm not making any money off of these weddings. Yeah. That's not my problem. No, exactly. I, and I think that's such a that's such a big thing about like your dream team is not yeah. going to resent you. It's right. not going to work with you resentfully. But it was like a guilt. A guilt. You know what nope. I mean? Like, oh, I'm like, don't okay, well, I can I'm, – I'm happy to tell them what your minimum is. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what you – need to make i will i will say i think that that is really really unhealthy i think it's an unhealthy way to lead your business because i i don't ever want someone to send me a client and then me feel like oh this is the worst right that's so it's so 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 wrong and i think that this is a big thing that i urge to people if you don't want to work with someone or you don't want to work with a client or whatever it is like Please, 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 transparency and just being up front in the right. beginning is going to save everyone right. all the heartache right. that you're going to get later on this is, by not doing that. And I know you guys, it sounds, you know, easier said than done, but do yourselves and your business a favor and just like use that, use that no, like use yeah. that word. It's so powerful. It is. And if, <laughs> if that's probably like the biggest hurdle I've had to overcome is to be able to say, you know what, this is not the right fit. Yeah. Either, you know, if you're a creative partner, if you're a potential client or maybe even a venue or something that like, I just realized that this is not going to work for me in my business. Like for years I would take it and I would be miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't see that return. Um, I wouldn't have that joy in what I was doing. Yep. Right. And yep, like, yep. I, I would just be pissed and like miserable and it's just not worth it. And so the same thing goes with like building your your network because these are people that you're going to be hopefully working really closely with. You're going to yep. be providing a really good service for your clients because you trust these people. Yep. You know what to expect. Mm-hmm. They're on line with you as a person, but also as your business. So, exactly. you know, almost they act as an extension of your business. They do. Yeah. So yeah. like if you're not working with people that you would you know, that you love to work with, why are you working with them at all? Exactly. And I think, so I think the moral of the story of this kind of point is your dream team is going to change. So allow it to grow and allow the dead weight to fall off. Don't hold on to that throughout your business. Don't keep clutching to it desperately because Mm -hmm. you did a great wedding with this person once, you know, once upon a time. Don't hold on to it because like you guys are great girlfriends or friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to let things go. And this is part of business and it's nothing personal. It literally is just business. So I love that. Yeah. And so take, take note on that. You guys, business is just business. It is. Yeah. Stop getting, stop 
Stop getting to your, can we just, sorry, really quick tangent. Stop getting to your feelings about business. Stop taking yeah. things personally. Um, when people criticize you about things, like if you, if you have someone that comes to you and says like, hey, FYI, like whatever, whatever, this is business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, and while I am friends with a lot of the creative partners I work with, what we do on wedding day and what we do when we're hanging out getting drinks are that's two different relationships. Oh gosh, yeah. That's two different relationships. So being able to separate w- what the work ethic and the standard is there versus friends is very important. Because if I couldn't mm-hmm. do that, and if I don't feel like I can come to a partner and say, listen, you're not doing X, Y, Z right for my clients. FYI, I think you need to kind of step it up. Or like if someone feels like they can't come to me and do that, right. that is the most toxic detrimental right. thing. And that is the fastest way to failure. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's so important. And I think we've all experienced that. We've mm-hmm. had those. So, I mean, oh, shh. Wasn't me this time. It was me. Wasn't me. It was me. I think rest, rest in peace. Just stone. dropped a brick on the floor. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. It's just <laughs> The body fell out of our closet. Right. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys know my secret. <laughs> I hope you still want to work with me. Um, oh, shit. No. Anyways. I, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So, of course, we lost our, our train of thought here. Um, but I think, yeah, that, that's really important because it happens to me all the time. Um, and I think for the longest time, I was just so afraid to kind of move on. But I think the best thing I could do for my business is move on yep. and know that to. these people aren't going to take it personally. Exactly. And if they do, well, mm-hmm. then that, that's on them. That's on so them. don't let that hold you back. Exactly. Exactly. So um, the big things obviously are, and we kind of covered all that, but like getting into networking. So so you might be asking yourself, okay, great. I know how to say goodbye. I know how to break <laughs> up with these people. But how do I get these people? So um, one of the best ways I've found for just authentic networking working is at one-on-one so mm-hmm. one-on-one networking i think is really important um we're not talking about the one-on-one like b and i like no god no listen i'm i'm listen if you do b and i groups fine you know more power to you you will not catch me dead cremated in a jar <laughs> but Rachel, at a B&I group meeting. i need to know a plumber for my wedding business <laughs> Listen, I think that B&I groups are fabulous for other industries. Yeah, it's 100%. just not good for the wedding industry. For us, I think that, and I think there's different types of groups that are outside of that are very similar structure, but mm-hmm. like more authentic. So like Tuesdays Together is a perfect example, yep. I think. Um, I'm a leader. I'm a local leader in my chapter. Actually, no, it's today's Monday. Okay, I was like, oh God, wait, do I have to be somewhere? No, it's <laughs> tomorrow. Um I think that that's a really great place to meet and network with people, especially when you're newer, but yes. even if, like if you're new to the area or even yeah. if you just aren't familiar with the people that are around you, mm-hmm. because maybe you built your tribe and you realize they're no longer they're not, right fit. Um, I find that like Tuesdays together. And of course, if you're not familiar with that, that's a, a subcategory of the overall rising tide society. Um, I think that that's a really fabulous way to meet people because mm-hmm. You're learning. It's it's usually an educational setting. Um, it's a it's not a forced networking setting, which is why I don't like B and I groups I know, I because it's that. like bring your card, exchange your card. If I give you a client, you gotta give me a client. It's just like a weird, it's weird power. Feels, hungry. feels very sterile and yeah. very like cultish, cultish and creepy. Yeah. Um, but I also also I love your boob right now. It's like oh hey, hello to me. It is. It's saying hi. Maybe that's what dropped on the floor. <laughs> the it's kids, a really aggressive kids drop. will change you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of, but I'm not kidding. Only little. Um, if anybody but, that's listening is a plastic surgeon and you want to sponsor hey, this, this Hey, podcast. please call us. 
Um, but so no, I think that I think that Tuesdays Together is actually a really great place to start. And I, I obviously I'm biased because I, I'm a local leader, but I started I started just as a person that was going to kind of mm-hmm. meet people and, and to learn. And those type of groups I think are really spectacular because say there's a person that you really want to work with and like I I don't I'm not bragging about the fact that I'm busy because everyone's fucking busy. Everyone's busy, right? So first of all, like if I am talking to you and you say like, oh, well, I'm really busy. I don't care. (laughs) Literally everyone on the planet is busy. I don't, that doesn't interest me. Your level of overload is not, is not interesting to me at all. We're all busy. It's not cool. Burnout is not cool. Calm down. But with that being said, you know, I'm really busy. And so when someone comes to me and they're like, Hey, can we meet for coffee? Can we meet for lunch? Can we meet for dinner? Can we meet for drinks? I, I really, it's nothing against you personally. Mm-hmm. I carve out that time for my personal, like networking, mm-hmm. like my personal group of friends and family that I want to spend time with. I barely have enough time to do that. When you run a business, right. unfortunately, you do just end up ha- having very little time. So if people want to work with me or if they want to like talk to me, not talk to me, that sounds so shitty, but like if they want to network with me, finding me at an event I'm already going to be at is a really fabulous way to do that. Mm-hmm. Like come to either my Tuesdays together or come to like a, a, a special networking event for, you know, creative partners or for the wedding yes. industry. Come to those types of things and then approach me there. Number one, I'm probably off guard and I probably have had a drink. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, I'm very friendly, approachable. Yeah. But also you're, you're no longer putting the burden of I have to carve time out of my schedule to drive somewhere to meet with you when also, I could be making money or spending time with my friends and family or doing whatever. We all know how awkward like first dates are. Imagine... Imagine a first date with no sexual chemistry. Ugh. Not to say that there wouldn't be Ugh. sexual chemistry between a, like, a creative partner, but seriously, that's literally like that's Dante's literally... seven level <laughs> layers of hell. That's my. That's my. But like, if you're just hell. like a random before is reaching yeah. out to me, like let's go get coffee. Yeah, but why? Like, yeah. I would love yeah. to see your work. Mm-hmm. Tell me about mm-hmm. you. But maybe let's let's do this somewhere else. And I'm not saying, you know, again, all of us are busy. So, like, to make those dates, that's what I literally call them first dates yeah. because they feel like that. Um, it, it does. It takes a lot of time. And who's to say you guys are going to get along? Exactly. And then, like, you're wasting your time. And not just, not just that, but, like, I would much rather meet someone in a natural setting yeah. and really vibe with their personality mm-hmm. And then to find out that they do beautiful work right. and that's good. Like for right. me, that's what it is. And I'm, I used to kind of preach about, I don't care if somebody's like an asshole or not, if they do great work, I'll work with them. I'm no longer at that level anymore. Right. I want to like to work with you yep. because my client experience is so personal and so intimate mm-hmm. that I also have to be that way with my creative partners to make sure that they get it. Right. They get the vision. They're going to be the best for my client. And if I don't know that you're going to be a great person to work with, I'm not going to waste my time. And the right. biggest thing that I I am the most irked with is inefficiency mm-hmm. and time waste. Mm-hmm. And I will be filled with rage if I feel like my time has been wasted with something. Like, filled with rage. Filled with you guys up to her eyeballs. So, yeah, I think that, you know, meeting people when they're already kind of at a thing mm-hmm. is really is really a great way to do. Because yeah. from there, you can establish that rapport to then do one-on-one. Right. And I think that one-on-one, even in a group setting, is possible. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a nice – well, also, people are more relaxed. Like you mentioned, you know, you're – off guard you're not thinking about having to do a sales pitch right exactly. like you're exactly. just like okay i'm in my element i'm with cool people i'm having mm-hmm. a time oh sure i'll tell you about what i do yeah. um i don't think that like necessarily asking people to meet one-on-one is a bad thing but just be mindful that maybe it's not going to be 
the best you know, option for that person. You're also just, you might not get a response. Like right. I try, I do really try hard to respond mm-hmm. to every email that comes through, but sometimes it's hard. If you're reaching out to me in peak wedding season, yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry, but you are not the top of my yeah. priority list. So you, I may, you may be a person that like, oh, I do want to work out with mm-hmm. or work out with, I don't work out. So I don't want to build our guns. Rachel. I do want to work with, mm-hmm. um, but I I might miss that opportunity yeah. because you're just another name in my inbox that yeah. I don't have time to respond and to. And you know what happens, I think with me too, like peak wedding season and just, just in general, if I'm really crazy, I'm like, hey, you know, we're entering wedding season. Are you okay with circling back with me in a few months? Exactly. And I don't even put it on a schedule for me to call them back or reach out to them because if they want to meet with me, and this again, absolutely, this shouldn't sound elitist. It's not something that is meant to be elitist. No, no, it's no. just, hey, like I would love to focus on you and learn more about you when I have yeah. time to learn more about but you. Persistence and enthusiasm, I think, also is yeah. directly correlated to what their potential work yes. ethic is as well. Yes. So if you, if I say, listen, not right now, but six months from now, you come back into the picture and you're like, hey, like right. if if you and this again is going to sound also very vapid, but like if you engage with me on social media, cause I have to be on social media right. every day, I'm going to remember your name much more. Right. So like this, this sounds ridiculous, but like once I've exhausted my, my immediate circle of, of vendors that I work with, if I've like referred out and everybody's busy or just not the right fit, and mm-hmm. I can't find that specific one. As crazy as it sounds, like I do go through my system, like my planning software and, and see who are my favorites that I've worked with in the past, but I'll also just go through social media mm-hmm. and I'll go through my messages and be like, oh, who's like the last person? Because mm-hmm. I know there's people in there that I want to work with, that I've chatted with, but I just forget about them right. because I'm so used to working with my core group sure. of people. So I'll go through and be like, oh, this person that like commented on a story the other day, I've totally forgot about them. And it, had they just emailed me once, I never would have remembered. But because you're still engaging, mm-hmm. I remember that. And I think that's also yes. something to be said with I think just that's the easiest, huge, cheapest way. Espe- well, especially it. now, I think so many of us do, and this is horrible, I feel like we do feel like we have to be present on social media. Of course. So that is something to be said. There's something to be said about somebody that like maybe likes my work for a long time and is positive and is actually engaging with me and is yeah. leaving messages or commenting on my Instagram stories or um, is liking most of my posts because they authentically really like my work. Exactly. And if I'm like, oh, I know this person because they've been following along with me. And guess what, you guys? When we people do that like you do know who they are yep. like you do I think it also like when I send people if it's someone I haven't worked with before when I send them to my clients I want them to be just as excited right. to work with my client yes. and so when someone shows that enthusiasm mm-hmm. that persistence um, if they if they really want to work with me that's fabulous because that means that they're going to probably want to do a good job right. for my client right. and then in turn make me happy yeah. and I know that sounds kind of weird but no. I think there's something to that where I'm basically saying great I will work with you you have to do a stellar 110% job Mm -hmm. and then when you do now you're officially initiated into my circle of influence but if you're just kind of like a random passing hey can we meet for coffee anybody can send an email so honestly I think that's the biggest thing too if you were considering it so besides being really enthusiastic and I, I urge you guys to um, go ahead and, and maybe interact with them on social media, kind of get them warmed up. Yeah. Um, a little bit, a little bit of foreplay is fine. That's right. You gotta get things that a little bit of networking business foreplay. I love that. Yeah. I think we have, so you're not in like a stagnant first day. It's not this weird, awkward first day without any sexual chemistry. And maybe at that point, okay, Haley, we've been kind of going back and forth for a few months. Mm -hmm. 
and things are slowing down and hey, like now I kind of know you via the internet. Exactly. I'll feel more comfortable maybe having that coffee with mm-hmm. you or having that drink with you. But like if you come to me and I can tell that I am one of like 19 yes. vendors that you've sent an email to mm-hmm. go get coffee with, like no. No. Don't want it. No. And you're and you're not doing yourself a service because you don't give a shit about the the tribe that you're that you're building through mm-hmm. your networking. Like mm-hmm. you just it's more about numbers, quality over quantity will win every single day Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's so very true. I think that people need to be more cognizant of kind of how they're reaching out and, mm-hmm. and again, of course, the reasons they're reaching out. Um but I do think that it's, again, that one-on-one networking, pe- picking the specific people that are great, mm-hmm. that are, you really have a good reason to be reaching out yeah. to them, um, figuring out the best method to contact them and to get them into your sphere of influence is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, guys, just authenticity. Right. Like, we can all smell a fake, like, introduction mm-hmm. a mile I away. I love your work on Instagram. I had to reach out. Yeah. Great. Or... Fine. I don't care. Yeah. I, the number of times I've had people that were like, oh, and and don't get me wrong. Like I've had people that were like, I'm new to the area. So like I'm starting my business over and I'm like, but that's real. That's real. And, and, and I, again, I still probably am not going to have a lot of time to carve out to meet you, but I'm going to help guide you. I'm going to put a little extra effort to help you as long as it's authentic. And just be honest. Like if you're just like, I'm a huge fan girl. I love your dog. Oh my God. I love your hair. I think you've got great energy. Can I please take you out? Shower me with compliments. And, and let me pet your dog and I will work with you. I will (laughs) marry you, whatever it is that you want. Right. All of it. And I think that's just, it makes a a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to take the one-on-one approach, be real with these people. Be real with who you are too. Don't put on the face. Don't like, don't say that you are a dog mom and you love bubble tea because that's what you see in my thing. Tell me who you are. I love meeting people who are unique and mm-hmm. interesting and have strange hobbies or like have a fun story. I want to know who you are. I don't want to know me again. I mm-hmm. already know me. I don't even like me very much. I want to know who you are. So tell me who you are mm-hmm. and and be authentically you, mm-hmm. including all of the weird and wonderful stuff that is about you. Otherwise, you're just another person. Right. You know? Well, I think not to, you know, really continue too much farther on this note, but like I think that is such a big point because – when you finally do maybe get in with this person and maybe they do start referring you work, um, you know, years down the road, that could have been the reason why you're still working with this person. So like for me, I have a good example. Um, for most of you that know me, I, you know, I had a ch- child who was born and had a pediat- pediatric stroke, which is horrible and scary and who's in the NICU. But I had a um, shout out to Kathleen Titcomb. She's with Curious Love Fox Press. She reached out She's to me. Spectacular. She's like, I know you don't know me. I've gone through something similar. It's really, really hard, and like, just, just know that there is hope in this situation. Oh my God. And if you need somebody to talk to, and you know what, like at the time I was super overwhelmed, and um, but we've actually become like I, I like to say, you know, pretty good friends, and we work mm-hmm. together. And like, she's always going to be special to me because she was always. like vulnerable, mm-hmm. and she came at it, you know, with like speaking a truth, yep. and like so now, like. 
for me, like she's going to obviously we share something, but we, we bonded over that. So mm-hmm. don't just say, okay, like, Hey, like I love boba tea and dogs say like, Hey, like your, your persistence and your attention to detail, or mm-hmm. I love your, the journey you've been on. It's made a big impact on yeah. me, whatever it is that you really authentically like about this person, the say reason that. why you want to meet with them, really why you want to meet yeah. with them. And if, if you don't have a good answer as to why you want to meet with them, please don't reach out. Don't. Yeah. And you know what? That's actually a perfect example. I, I adore Kathleen. Mm-hmm. If she could do stationery for so Kathleen is a stationer. She's a letterpress stationer with with Curious Fox Press, and she does absolutely beautiful work. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is like I literally did a blog post about her. I mm. pretended to be Ira Glass. Like I was on This American Life. <laughs> you and an Ira like, Glass oh. girl. Oh, Ira Glass. Um, but it literally is like such an artisan Mm -hmm. and I I don't think I actually have that much in common with her at all Mm -hmm. but I admire her work ethic and her passion Mm -hmm. and her creativity so much that even if we have nothing to bond over if we sat down which we do but Mm -hmm. like overall it's just mainly work stuff I'm gonna refer as many people to her as possible because she is so passionate about her art her, mm-hmm. her craft mm-hmm. that I know I'm going to put a client in front of her and she's going to be like great how do I maximize this client experience and make it the best possible experience and do the most unique incredible like this guy like the sky's the limit for her there's nothing that she is not willing to do right. And that is like the perfect example. And she loves it so much and is passionate. She's so passionate. And you can list the reasons why you want to work with her. So, and that's, I think that's the biggest thing here is Mm -hmm. if you are looking at somebody just because their work is pretty, just because they've been published or they've been in Martha Weddings. Instagram followers. Right. Mm -hmm. If you can't pinpoint why it is besides like maybe getting some business from these people, if you can't pinpoint why it is you want to include them on a network of yours that you want to grow with, like do yourselves a favor and just move on Mm -hmm. because that's not the right you're not doing them a favor you're not doing yourselves a favor you're not doing your business a favor and your client it's not going to be a good fit your clients aren't going to land right exactly so i think that's kind of the the big thing to to stick with especially on one-on-ones why you're reaching out to people absolutely absolutely. so and i think it's a good it's a good balance obviously make sure that you know why specifically you want to work with them um if you want to work with me shower me with compliments bring me fried chicken those are things that are really good um, ways to network with me, myself. How mm-hmm. about you, Lenny? Oh, probably like any type of bubbly wine. Yes. I love mm-hmm. flowers. So mm-hmm. if you show up and really send me some, some flowers. Show I'm up to Lenny girl. with flowers and champagne mm-hmm. and show up to that my house so like with fried chicken. 90s rom-com. And call me pretty. And that's all. Rachel, that's is that all it takes? <laughs> very I'm getting simple. you some fried chicken. I'm a very simple. Listen, you buy me fried chicken and I'm yours. Deal. Great. Okay. Well, I love you. I love you too. Um, f- Thank you guys for listening. I hope that this was beneficial to you guys. I hope you learned some things. Um, if not about anything else, about the best way to get to us. So yeah. um, if you want to get to us, though, in a more authentic way. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You can email us mm-hmm. at at gmail.com. Um, you can also message us on Instagram at aft.up.successes. Um, people have actually been sharing a lot of their funny wedding stories oh with us gosh. lately, which yes. I love. And Keep we're it gonna, coming. We're going to share those on the next, next dish day. Yeah. Um, but find us there, follow us there. But guys, most importantly, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. That's what the giant conglomerate Apple uses to see if we're good or not. Rachel's and favorite. we want to be good. 
Steve Jobs. Um, we so we want to we want to share our message with the world. So um, please find us there. Please read us, subscribe, email us if you have any uh, topic suggestions mm -hmm. or um, love to hear from you. Really good recipes for like weeknight meals. I'm also fried chicken. For. Fried chicken. Your your favorite fried chicken. You can recipes. mail me fried chicken to PO Box five four four Gainesville Virginia two zero one five six. No, don't mail it there because then it'd be gross. Um, mail me a gift card to fried chicken. <laughs> That works. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. All right. We love All you guys. guys. Bye. Thank Thanks you. so much. Bye. Toodles.